0: Welcome to the Revenue Marketing Report powered by CaliberMind. This is the podcast for B2B marketers looking to uplevel their skills to succeed in leadership. Jesse Willett, thank you so much for being back on the show. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Hey, everybody. uh, Great to be back here. First of all, I love this show. Uh, I've recorded it earlier on in my uh, journey here, but uh, Jesse Willett, founder of Lead Magic, which helps people uh, be relevant in the primary inbox. We've got a couple of products out there. We've got one for sort of uh, telling you who's on your website. And then we also have another one for uh, helping you uh, set up domain names and do uh, sort of data uh, loading into some of the other uh, sequencer tools. But, uh, you know, I'm here to talk about this big problem that's coming up uh, February 1st.
0: Today, we're going to talk about, uh, now that we've talked about why there's a big problem with email and what you can do tactically to possibly save it. Let's talk about whether or not email is still a valuable prospecting tool.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you very much. I think this is a a big topic. So a couple of scenarios where I do think it's going to work, where it works really well. I think it works really well when you have like a seed round of funding and you're sending emails from your founder and you're doing it on domain names because no one really knows your company. You don't have a brand. You don't have to worry about anything there. And you can do that. And the tools are really, really inexpensive. So that's what's really nice about it. I think that's a good use case. Uh, another one would be like, I think what also I've seen some really um, recent success on is event marketing. So if you're looking to meet up with people or or invite them to an event, I've actually seen a pretty low complaint rate when you invite somebody personally to an event. And actually, if you do it on alternative domain names, I think that that actually is a good A great use case. I actually think it's one that a lot of marketers are missing right now um, because they, you know, you have, if you, if you do an event, if you can justify that in your budget right now, you have to nail that event, right? If that's going to require people out of the office and people going to these events and traveling and all the costs associated with it, event marketing is another, another one. Another one that I would say is guest blogging, right? Guest blogging is another one that I think a lot of people miss. There's a lot of backlinking and SEO and all kinds of other things that you can get out of it. So I think this is another one. I think what you need to start doing is start thinking a little bit outside the box with email. You you know, it's a it's a wonderful protocol that people can use. It's not social media. You need to think of it that way. And what you really need to do is take a step back and say, are we just asking people for meetings? And why? I mean, do we really want meetings with people? I mean, not really. Really, you know, your goal isn't the meeting. And if they're in the market, if they're in market, wouldn't they kind of come to you in some ways? I, I mean, there's a lot of people that are doing very odd i i just don't i just see these emails coming across i'm like there's just no way this person's even getting 0.0001 percent like you're now in this like same percentages as you know somebody uh a nigerian prince right like who has a a, a million you know one of these like real scammy you know fishing things from I mean you really you really want yeah I just have to ask your company like what are you doing now after you won't be doing it after February 1st even if you send under 5000 they're going to go after that group anyways anybody who has a high spam rate after February 1st is is fair game for Google they've they've let the notice happen so it is it is a valuable area you do have to take some extra precautions now don't do it on your primary domain Maybe try a different use case, like I just mentioned, those other ones, event marketing, SEO, guest blogging, uh, you know, those ones also influencer marketing, also building a podcast. I think those are good ones. Do it on another domain because they still have anything unsolicited. But I think you got to think a little outside the box. Email is a powerful tool, but it's not necessarily the only tool that you can use.
0: Right. And I think I'll go ahead and say it. A lot of these bulk engagement tools are saying, if you personalize, you're fine and you can use AI to do that. I think what what needs to be addressed by them is that the definition of personalization is broken because I have a few clients that we still use email with, but it's because we're not doing massive sends every day. We're doing a send to maybe three to four people in a day, because we're going through and doing research related to what they have today and what we're selling. So for example, I work with a client that builds websites. They go through and do a really comprehensive audit and point out some technical tweaks they could make really easily to get better performance. And that's highly valuable. I've had that work when somebody did that with a website I owned. Um, So I think you're absolutely right that in general, cold outreach and the way we've defined personalization today, it's just, it's not going to work.
1: Yeah. And that case is good. I mean, you know, that's a good one. I think anything unsolicited will carry that. So if you do run that one, that one could work. You probably still want to put that on other domain names, just so you don't impact your other, your company's business. But You've got to just be a lot better at it now. And it's not to like, I'm not just like pointing the finger at people anymore. I mean, Google will do that to you on uh, February 1st. That's the date that they're supposedly on February 1st. If you're over three on 1,000 spam rate as a company and you send over 5,000 a day, and let me just tell you, 5,000 a day is not as many as you think. And I'll tell you a couple areas you're probably not thinking about. You're not thinking about what you're not thinking about is the emails that are being sent around your company. So your company has notifications for their engineering product, right? They have forgot password. I mean, there are so many emails that go out of your company. I just I was just looking at a company of 50 people, 50 people, right? This is like a series C. We were looking at the records with the IT team and we looked and we saw there were about 10,000 emails a day. And I asked the sales leader what they thought there were for emails. The sales leader said, well, probably total there's a thousand. I said, there's 10,000 a day. Now these are coming from all kinds. Your printer sends emails, right? People are forgetting all of the emails that come out of their company. Like Your printer has an email that says the you know, the paper is jammed. And sends it to your IT team. I mean, there are so many damn emails coming out of your company. And I don't think people understand how low 5,000 is. Now, I think Google, and they even said it, they even said in the report that they sent to everybody, they actually, and it's, if you read it through outreach or sales off, you'd feel like nothing's wrong, except for you got to go get training for your your SDR team. Now, if you look at Google, what they said is we want all of our users to be in a one person, uh, sorry, A 0.1% spam rate, which is one on a thousand, right? Uh, Zero one, which represents one on a thousand because you got to move the decimal over one more when you're calculating it, right? One on a thousand. And that's what I'm talking about. I mean, I'm t- I'm telling people right now, like if you play this game, I just saw an org get banned. They had to go to their uh, investors. They had 140 SDRs. Okay, so you can imagine they had a pretty high complaint rate. One day an SDR came in and started emailing really aggressively, and they emailed one of Google's top customers. That's another thing I've noticed. So if you start emailing Google's top customers and you hit the wrong customer, Google has a bunch of complaints from one of their big customers you're not a, you're going to win that battle because you're not one of big, Google's biggest customers, right? It's most likely you're not. And they have some customers that they care deeply about. And if that one customer says this person sent five, compl- and they got five complaints within an hour, I mean, that is a denial of service attack for them. That's like a security, like something's up. So they're going to block your org. And I really feel bad for the companies that don't get this memo. They they read their sort of sales off kind of like, Bulk email that they sent, where you know, Salesforce is really an outreach of been really avoiding this problem for uh, a number of years, and I think they got to really address it now head on. I think they got to put the, I think they got to put a, an actual real cap in the product. Um, I'd advocate for them to do that. I think that would be the best thing to do. I think they really need to turn off the igniter inside the building, and they need to probably help their customers move domains. Because they need to be on a different domain name. You cannot be sending these cold emails from your primary domain. It just isn't worth the risk.
0: No. I mean, and even bulk marketing sends to opted in people who wanted to get a newsletter. You have to be so careful to respect the permission that they've given you and provide them valuable content that's not selling them that's teaching them something they want to learn and you can't be sending multiple emails a week you just have to be so much more careful
1: you do and it's 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 hard because i think it's it's gone on for a while this will be a dra- dramatic change uh this one's going to be different because i've seen a bunch of uh and it's it's funny it's always the sdr that posts it too right like it's not like the it person's like oh my god what do we do here it's always the sdr and they And I always love it because I'm always like, oh man, that is just such a root problem. And that's the group that's going to get kind of blamed for this. But now you can't blame the SDR anymore. You got to stop. People got to stop doing that, right? That's your newest, like that person potentially has the most potential to grow in your company. This is now a middle sort of middle VP Like this has to be done at the top. We have to make conscious decisions in our sales org, and our marketing org. Sales and marketing need to start working together, right? And they need to be on the same page. I come from the sales background, okay? So I know how I'd feel, hey, if maybe the team came over, I might be, but I'd want to see the data. I'd want to see some of the facts. And if I read that memo, I would say, you know what? There's no way my sales team is going to be under a 3 on 1000. I will not be taking the risk. That would be what the that's what somebody with a <laughs> half a brain would say, right?
0: Yeah.
1: It's 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 just there's just no other way to read the, the the rules that Google is putting in place other than the fact that it says we do not want you to send unsolicited emails.
0: Yeah, and I totally want to echo and amplify what you said about blaming the SDR, you're giving them most likely activity metrics that they're meant to hit, and they are doing exactly what you asked them to do. Why would you punish them? This is something that every executive leader should be worried about because your ability to communicate is everything.
1: Yep. And let's imagine this. Let's say you're at the end of the quarter. Your printer died last night and it's sending out a bunch of emails that none of the printing's going through in the main office. And then you all of a sudden, there was a, a fax that came, 20 spam faxes that came in. There were 75 uh, forgot passwords and a thousand bulk emails that were sent out with the newsletter. And all of a sudden, you went over 5,000. But your SDR team went out and they also sent uh, 50, 50 complaint emails that generator generate a report of spam and you're at the end of the quarter. You're waiting for all of your purchase orders to come in. And they're going to come in from the vendors and the procurement teams. And you need to book the orders and you need to get them into the deal desk and the order processing. And let's say that's at the end of the quarter and Google flags your domain, your org, and flags it completely. So your company can no longer send emails to anybody on Google or receive them, by the way. What a nightmare. What a nightmare, right? What happened at the end of your quarter? Imagine going to your board. Imagine calling your investors. This is going to happen. I'm telling you, I can see this happening. There's going to be a couple of orders that just ignore it. I, there, there's some that are just ignoring it now. And with the guidance from their sales engagement platforms or the lack of it, really, I mean, I think it's it's now it's, it's really going to be dealt with. And I know this might be a feisty Friday uh, kind of take here, but I love that. By the way, um, thank you. <laughs> but it's this one's gonna hurt. This one's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt all over because you will take three days probably to get on for the, and you you will not you're not gonna do it again after that. I don't think anybody will take the risk. Now I will tell you, I am talking to what org. They're still doing it, and I'm like, what what is into you? I had the VP and the. And I just what well, how could you possibly? I stopped the whole call. I, I looked them both in the eye. And I think it's because of uh, there's a leadership problem in some of these sales engagement platforms. They really need to start communicating. And I'm asking, I'm pleading with these sales engagement platforms to tell their users to not do this anymore. They need to tell them what they need to define this better. They're worried. They're taking what they're doing is they're taking their own company, and it is a disgusting thing that I'm watching. And I am just, I just hope they take a leadership role in this because that email that they sent was just complete. There was just no, it's totally misleading. It was misleading. It made it sound like you could make relevance and. You know, and it has nothing to do with personalization or relevance. It's just unsolicited emails get over a spam rate that you can't control and you will not be doing it. I don't care. You can hire any of the LinkedIn influencers. You can hire any of the email writing tools. It doesn't matter if they flag your domain on Google after February 1st, everybody will be shut off at your company. And I think you just need to think about that a little bit and the ramifications of that. And I'm not, this isn't just an alarm. I'm not being an alarmist. I'm not being, I'm not adding mm-hmm. anything. I don't even have anywhere to profit on this, right? Except for the fact that I just, I. it's going to be bad when these, when this happens. And I, like I, I hope you fix it. It's like
0: watching that car wreck that's about to happen and you can't yep. look away.
1: <laughs> it's just going to be bad.
0: Yeah. It's not good. Jesse, yep. thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Okay. I appreciate it. I hope we get the word out. I mean, I hope people really take this serious. And and I know you've been doing your part. So thank you. And um, I hope others do theirs. You know, I think we all need to come together as a revenue community and figure this out.
0: Agreed. Thank yep. you again. Jesse, where can people find you online to learn more?
1: Yeah. So uh, you can find me over uh, on LinkedIn. I uh, try to answer most of my questions there. Um, most of the questions there, if you need anything, just message me. I, I usually try to do it. I put a lot of my links and a lot of the videos of, of this stuff. Um, a lot of at least like even the podcasts that I've done. You know, I've been talking about this issue for a while. I predicted it back. I mean, it was right around the time on your show, almost a year and a half ago. And we, we I just talked about how I think your traditional sequencers are are going to have some problems. But you can find me on LinkedIn, DM me. I usually try to respond even to people I don't know. I mean, as long as it's not spam as it is, right? Um, but yeah, just, just DM me and I'll try to help you
0: listeners thank you so much for tuning into the podcast please tell two friends like review subscribe anything helps and for more great content like this check out calibermind.com